Thank you for joining me for the latest installment of TV Madness with Makisha Madden-Toby. I'm your host. The best part of TV, being a TV critic, is talking to other TV critics. I mean, we compare notes, debate taste, trumpet the shows we love, and gripe about the shows we hate. That's why I enjoy talking to today's guest, Christina Radish. She's a staff writer for Collider, who covers a lot of television and movies. <laughs> Today, Christina and I will talk about fall TV, the shows we love, what we're anticipating the return of, and what we hate. Christina, welcome back to the show. Hi. Hi. Well, so what are you liking this season? Well, it's hard to say yet, because there's been like one episode this well, that, week. Okay, but that's what we most of us are looking at. Yeah, like. <laughs> but I'm, I'm watching. I mean, I watched, I've seen three episodes of Prodigal Son. Which What'd you think? I think it's interesting. I have not watched it. They sent that ridiculous press kit with all that hay in it. <laughs> with the Bloody Mary with mix. With the Bloody Mary mix yeah. and one glass. <laughs> they just are we supposed to, to share? Get drunk alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange messaging behind that press kit. And then as soon as I got rid of it and took the glass out and did all that stuff, I was like, yes, I finally got rid of that trash. Another press kit came in for that family show. Yeah, like, with coffee on. so that you can balance oh, I haven't even opened it. Bloody Mary with your coffee. <laughs> was it one cup too? It was a, a whole maker. Uh, no, okay, so not no mugs. <laughs> no mugs at all. No. Just drink out of the pot. <laughs> so what did you like? Did you like Prodigal Son? I, I like I'm, the cast, just at a glance. Yeah, I like the cast. I'm finding it interesting. I don't know where it's going yet or, or why he's in prison in a library. <laughs> <laughs> and he's played by, what's his name? Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, who I love from, uh, what was that show? That sex show. On Showtime. Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex. Yeah, he seems to be in prison in a library. I don't <laughs> quite understand. <laughs> That's what happens when you break up with Sarah Silverman. Yeah. You have to go to a library for prison. Um, <laughs> no, I got nothing. Um, but would you recommend it? I mean, like the guy from so um, the guy from Walking Dead's on there. Yeah. Jesus, I mean, or whatever his name is. It's, it's kind of a zany, screwed up family. That's so far pretty interesting to watch. I love Bellamy Young. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah, so I loved her on Scandal. Anytime she can play a neurotic mother, it's worth watching. <laughs> she's neurotic in everything. <laughs> I don't think she's like that. In, at least I didn't get the impression that she's like that. In real no. life, but she's really good at playing neurotic. Yeah. That's hilarious. Anything else? I, I, I watched Emergence and, and I've... I recorded it because the commercial kind of grabbed me. I'm a little cautious. I love Alison Tolman. Alison Tolman so, is fantastic. I've loved her since Fargo. And her and Donald Faison and Clancy Brown. I mean, I'll, I'll stick with it for... A bit. But I was like, oh, ABC, are you doing this thing again? Like the lost thing and all the other lost knockoffs that didn't survive. And And there's even a plane crash. These ridiculous mysteries. And you're like, but the person's dead. Like, oh, this is stupid. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) time for this. I don't, I really am serious. I get so mad if I actually start to like a show. And even that, what was that show? Was it Turbulence or whatever the one that was on? Yeah. Uh, NBC was like the same thing. Like Manifest. Uh, manifest. Where they disappear <laughs> for years and then they come back and everybody else is old, but not them. Yeah. Where were they? I was like, I don't know. And I still I, don't know I where they were. I gave up. I just, I give you, now my rule, because I've been burned before like by leftovers and lost and all these shows. I'm like, the rule is I give you three episodes. If you don't even give me a, a hint of the mystery being solved or you answering any questions, I'm out. Yeah, but I give leftovers a pass on that because they, from the beginning, said they were never going to tell you anything. <laughs> so I feel like at least that's some honesty. I know I'm not going to know anything. I don't trust Damon Lindelof. <laughs> I saw him at the HBO party on yeah. Sunday after the Emmys, and I was just like, 
I didn't know if I wanted to punch him or take a picture <laughs> with him. You were giving so I just, him the eye. I was. I was. <laughs> and he's a short man. So I was just like, I could take him. But I was like, you know what? It's not that. It's not about that. But I still don't trust you. And I want to watch Watchmen because I love Regina King, but yeah. I just don't trust him. I watched with shows. the pilot of Watchmen. What, what did you think? I don't know if we're allowed to say yet, but. Oh. That's I'll, a bunch of like spoilers or something? But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that I watched it, but she's. <laughs> I think I can say that. But yeah, I mean, she's amazing. She's so amazing I'll in everything. Watch her do right. anything. That's funny. Yeah, that's one of the ones I'm actually looking forward to checking out. Yeah. I'm just a little nauseous about it at the same time. Like, yeah. And I have no what idea. What are you going to do, Damon Lindelof? <laughs> I've heard some things, probably spoilers, and I don't want to ruin it for people, so I won't say, but I've heard some things about race and. Yeah, I mean, the, the white supremacist aspect of it is pretty is, much in the trailer, yeah. right? Okay. So, yeah. Which is interesting because I don't remember that from the movie or the comic book. Yeah, that's why this is sort of a separate, hmm. same See? world kind He's playing of. Playing around. Yeah. Damon Lindelof. <laughs> Um, but I, it seems like he was trying to make a point, like that it's not just like white supremacy yeah. for the sake of white supremacy. It's sort of like an allegory for, you could say, for modern times and like those weird tiki torch dudes. And Yeah. And I think with something like Watchmen, he'll definitely have to be a little more direct because people will have certain expectations. Right. Or will he be like, but this person's a robot <laughs> or something. I, you know, I'm serious. I just don't, I don't trust him. <laughs> Before we started the show, we were talking about The Politician, which I liked, didn't love. I wanted to love it because I love Brian Murphy, and you don't. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed episode eight. Which was the best episode, yeah. arguably. Um, it premieres this Friday, and we were talking about Ben Platt, right, is the star? Yeah. Who, I mean, people would really liked from Dear... Dear Evan Hansen. But... I just I was I didn't see Dear Evan Hansen and I was not a fan of going in. I liked him after, um, but I think it helps to be a fan of his. Yeah, right. Because it's very it, he's in every episode and pretty much every scene. Yeah, and it's very the characters are very specific Ryan Murphy characters, right? And but it also sort of he likes messing with people, right? So he puts two people, two blondes, Gwyneth Paltrow and January <laughs> Jones, who people don't like, who are pretty polarizing. Yeah, actresses. For various reasons. <laughs> um, and you're like, what? But, you know, again, that's a Ryan Murphy thing, right? He likes yeah. to put women that people don't like in shows and tries to, I guess, either make you hate them more or like them more or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with Gwyneth Paltrow in general. People, I know people who are like so anti-Gwyneth Paltrow and anti-goop and anti-everything. Plus, she's married to one of the producers. Who she left show. her co-play husband for. <laughs> There's I think that. they had already uncoupled first. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he helped her uncouple, honey. <laughs> Brad Felschuk is kind of hot, so I'm not mad at her. I'm just like, stop lying. Y'all hooked up on Glee, and you were like, oops. And they were both married. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. That's her business. That has nothing to do with her acting <laughs> or her weird comments. Like, she didn't even know Sam Jackson was in the Marvel Universe. People were so she mad at her. She didn't know she was in Spider-Man. <laughs> Like, what kind of weed are you smoking or edibles are you consuming, ma'am? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm not anti Gwyneth Paltrow. Actually, I actually really either. like her in politician. I think she's yeah. pretty funny. That's his, his mom. Um, but, that, but I had other issues with it. So I think the classism thing was very glaring. Yeah. You know, like the poor kids were like, like, oh, my God. You know, and then they're so rich and it's like Santa Barbara. And that's a weird culture in and of itself. And it's also a town that, like, people don't really know Right. Unless you live there or go there, it's not like right. Santa Barbara has something that you're like, oh, I get that's why it's in Santa Barbara. <laughs> 
it assumes a lot. Yeah. Again, which is also a class thing, right? Like, oh, you know Santa Barbara. No, I don't. But thank you. (laughs) I've been. I mean, does that count? I don't know. I think you kind of, I still go back to the, you have to like Ben Platt. And then if you like him and you want, you're watching it because you love his singing or, you know, he was so good in Pitch Perfect 1 and 2 or he was good in Dear Evan Hansen, you're not going to get a lot of it because he only sings in about three out of eight episodes. Episode eight. And I think like four. He's like getting a high school musical and he sings in like yeah. the first one. I like the guy, I can't remember his name, who played his boyfriend or whatever. But Yeah, my biggest issue with those things is just, you know, twenty five year old high school kids. So now who look twenty five. At least now, like by the end of the season, they'll be older and we'll be focusing on them older next season. Right, because those are some old ass looking kids because they were all grown. Yeah. At least with Glee, most of the kids look like kids because yeah. they were young when they started. This one, they were like, listen, we're just going straight for post-college grads. And I get that they want to start somewhere because it's going to be an election like each season. One girl thought but... she was a teacher. The black girl, <laughs> she's a teacher? <laughs> oh, she's a student? Yeah. I was like, right. I think they were just like, yeah, we don't care about We have age. no cares. about. I think there was like one girl. I, again, I don't remember the actress, the blonde. You know, one of the Ryan Murphy blinds. She's like a younger version of Gwyneth Paltrow. She looked like a high school kid. Other than her, I think they pretty much all looked yeah old. I like the trans actor on the show, too. He's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's a good variety of actors, and I love Bette Midler. On the- <laughs> Bette Midler is everything. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. It's almost like they're setting you up, because like, by they the time are. you get to episode eight... Which I, I think is the best episode because yeah. it has Bette Miller. It has Judith Light. Judith Light, who's amazing. The two of them are hilarious. Yeah. I won't ruin it for people who haven't seen it yet because, of course, like I said, it doesn't premiere technically to everybody until Friday. But, like, the, the secret in her, her closet. Yeah. Judith Light. But, like, but that's, you have to wait to episode eight. Yeah. So, I don't and know. And then however long till season two. Uh, well, yeah. It's just interesting to me because Netflix gave Ryan Murphy all that money. Yeah. And so I feel like whenever that happens, sort of that Dave Chappelle effect. Not that Ryan Murphy's like, I quit. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> uh, like Dave Chappelle did. But um, when you put that kind of dollar sign in front of the show and people are going into it knowing that he made the most money out of any of the people they poached from Fox or ABC, you know, including uh, Shonda Rhimes and Kenya Bears, um, it's sort of like, does it live up to the hype of that? You yeah. know? I would argue not exactly, but I think if you're a Ryan Murphy fan, you're going to get what you expect. It's, it's kind of like, it's a very Ryan Murphy-esque show. Yeah. Yeah, for good and for otherwise. Yeah, and it does feel different, too. I mean, it's it feels like the most different thing of that type that he's done in a while. Really? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it reminds me of Glee. Yeah, more more like Glee, I think, than American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... It's it plays around with like I said, the wealth aspect sort of was in some ways a little jarring. Yeah. Um and and polarizing. because um, we all know Gwyneth Paltrow's rich in real life. And so some <laughs> stuff like she's walking around in these amazing caftans. You're like, she probably does that in real life. Like this is not really a stretch. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> but other aspects, I guess, are, you know, sort of more her character than her. But I don't know. I mean, overall, like I said, it was, it's entertaining. It is bingeable. So that's nice. And like I said, if you like, if you like him, if you like Ben Platt, then you get a lot of him. Yeah. You just don't get a lot of him singing, which may turn people off who expect him to sing. Yeah. 
I mean, he is a Tony winning. It almost felt like they should have just gone full musical with it. At times, yeah. And I, I think that was the thing. It, because of that, it seemed like they didn't really know what they wanted to do. They were so beholden to that. He's a politician theme that I guess singing doesn't fit into that, but it's like, but he's a singer. <laughs> he, he won a Tony for it. Just let him sing. Yeah. Um, but that's why, again, that's why I like season eight. I mean, I like episode eight because he sings. Yeah. He, in fact, he opens the episode singing. But no, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, like I said, I think it's going to be one of those shows people either really like it. If you like Ryan Murphy, you'll like it. And if you don't really like him or Ben Platt, you're not going to watch it anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else? I'm kind of digging evil so far. Really? The CBS show, yeah. When is that premiere? Thursday. Okay. Uh, again, is a good cast. I mean, I, I love Mike Coulter. I like him too. He's kind of corny, but I like that. Yeah, and I like Michael Emerson being weird and creepy. Oh, he's always. But I, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Emerson always—he's made the best creepy ever. But my thing was the only thing that confused me. I was like, <laughs> is this a holdover from what's that show? Person of Interest. Because it looks like the same character, or maybe it's just yeah. No, he's like Emerson always in looks charge like, of a group of demons, so it's a oh, little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like literally, I think one of the one of the scenes I saw from the trailer is that he's in an office that almost looks exactly like the person of interest office he was in, and I was just like, "Is this a sequel or no?" Okay, so he's over demons. Never mind. Yeah, there's there's uh, possessions and exorcisms <laughs> and all sorts of the things. The commercial is so off putting, though. Yeah, I haven't seen the commercial. I just watched the pilot. Where, what's his name? Mike? Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter is like talking to someone and he's like, do you have a cross? You're going to need it. <laughs> I was like, what is happening on this show? And the lady's like, ah! And then like, <laughs> she like flies across the room or something and she like gets knocked over. <laughs> it's like, what? Is this like touched by an angel slash like an exorcist or something? Or touched no. by a demon? I don't even more, know. More demon, I think. Is, but he's like a priest? He was a priest in training that apparently never finished his training. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Why how you Why is a show like on Fox just like that? Probably. You know what I'm talking about? It was like The Exorcist. Well, there was The, the Exorcist. Exorcist. The Fox yes. show. Uh-huh. Is it like that? I mean, that was a little bit more full on into exorcism. Uh. This is more like, is it a demon or is it the dishwasher? <laughs> what? Like making noises in the background, <laughs> that kind of thing. And there actually is like a scene with, no, it's the dishwasher making strange sounds in the pipes. But the dishwasher is possessed by demonic forces. <laughs> ah! That's so stupid. But I'll watch. I, I don't mind shows like that. Like yeah. some people are like, uh-uh, not, not tonight. But, you know, it is getting close to Halloween. So sometimes I'm in the mood for stuff like that. Yeah, CBS, I think, just decided to hire everybody who's no longer on Netflix Marvel shows. Girl, right? They just took, uh, what's her face, from, from Luke Cage, too. Well, and Wilson Bethel is on the show with Simone Missick. So it's like Daredevil and Luke Cage happening on that show. <laughs> and then they took okay. one of the Jessica Jones <laughs> cast for one of their CBS All Access shows. So... The cast of people were like, look, we've had a problem with diversity. Yeah. Let's just take everybody from Netflix that got fired. And they were like, yeah. okay, on three. I mean, three. they're all good actors. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I love Simone Missick. She's like from Detroit. I love her. Yeah. We have this hilarious rivalry because she went to my rival high school. <laughs> but um, I don't even understand her show. Like, the commercials are so vague. It's like, she's a judge and she's a black lady. <laughs> and she has a gavel. Like, that's what judges have. And, yeah. they're like, and that's it. That's all they tell you. 
Have you watched All Rise? Uh, yeah, is it good? Is she's, it CBS? She's great. Silly. I mean, she's so likable that I don't really care what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> is it like judging Amy or with a black lady? or Because it kind of feels that way from the commercial. Like, she's a judge and she's a black lady. I, well, it feels a little bit less corny than that. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, they're trying to, to get into, like, real issues and stuff, too. I don't know how any of that's going to work. Poor CBS. They just don't have the best track record with but black actresses. But I'll just actresses, follow her so. anywhere. I know. It's just, it's, it's either going to be good or just really bad. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's premiering soon, right? I think it was on or did Monday. I was like, I can't tell what's happening. Yeah, okay. was on I'll go week. back and look at it on CBS press site. That's funny. I, I love her. Like I said, I yeah. would watch it just for her, but I just don't understand what is the premise of the show. It's just a courtroom but show. But I feel like that with a lot of the shows this season, I feel like I'm watching them more for their casts because I really like mm-hmm. who's on them. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Stumptown. I'm not sure what that show is yet, but I really like Kobe Smolders. I like Kobe Smolders. I like Michael Ealy because I like how he looks, yeah. but he is not the best actor. And neither is Kobe Smolders, <laughs> no offense. But I just, you know, I watch it, whatever. They're pretty. Yeah. I saw a, a scene where they're kissing. I'll go for that. <laughs> okay with that. But it's just like, what are these shows? What yeah. are these sh- And I, I think now, <laughs> honestly, it feels like the network specifically this fall are just being as vague as possible with new shows. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, this person's in it. And this person. You're like, what's it about? And this person's in it. Okay, what's it about? And this person. And some of them <laughs> like, I've watched. Tell you. Some of them I've watched and I'm still not sure. <laughs> like what? Well, like Treadstone, which I know is like a Bourne spinoff. Which one is that? It's, what network it's is that? USA. I, I oh. liked the first episode, but I have no idea what it's about. That's hilarious. I need to watch more of that. I, I so seldomly watch USA. No offense to them. Like I wanted to watch that show that was a spinoff of Suits. Pearson? Yeah. Because... I, I, I love Gina yeah. Torres, but it's just like, uh, I'm not going to remember. <laughs> and then I gave up. I'm still just all about The Purge, <laughs> which is coming back. So you like that show? I do. So you actually watch USA on purpose? I, I watch Or you the watch the shows? Like you- <laughs> well, I, I watch a few shows. I mean, I love Suits, and that's ending tonight, I did think. You, so did you get into Pearson? I watched it. Is it, is it good? Again, she's great. Of course she is. Yeah, I'll I'll watch her do anything. She's good. I mean, she was on a Black Lady Sketch Show and basically just saying Arsenio Hall. Yeah, <laughs> I just was dying. She's hilarious. Um, did you hate anything this season? I don't know. I feel like if I thought I was gonna hate it, I just didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing. <laughs> Not you yet. You didn't I, even hate Politician, right? You didn't hate it. I liked episode eight, so I can't say I hated it. That's funny. Because I told you. Because now I want to see what's next. Yeah, I mean, but it's just weird that they would put, it felt like. It felt like a seven episode season and then the pilot of next season. Yeah, but it felt like they put way more effort in that regard into eight. Well, You know what I mean? Like, oh, here's these kids that don't look like kids. They're doing stuff that kids wouldn't do, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) oh, hey, yeah, and Jessica Lange's in it. Great colored pantsuits while they're doing it. <laughs> oh, the fashion's on point. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Emmys. What did you think? Anything shocking, exciting, upsetting? I was thrilled for Fleabag. I was too. I, I really like Phoebe Waller-Ridge. I think she's hilarious. I think she's yeah. just what the industry needs. She's so honest and funny and odd. I didn't think she would get all that, so I'm thrilled. 
I got a sense of that when she won the TCA award. I just had a feeling. I was like, this is her. This is a, this is going to steamroll. Yeah. It was interesting, though, because I thought that Russian Dial would get something. And I thought the final season of Veep would get more. I'm glad it didn't, honestly. I'm, I'm a, I, I liked Veep, but I just kind of thought Julia Louis-Dreyfus had overstayed her way welcome. <laughs> and I thought that she just was like, it, it became sort of like a running joke. Like, okay, we like everyone, but we like her more. And we're going to just keep giving it to her regardless of however good the other performances of other actresses are we're just going to keep giving it to her and every year I would get annoyed that she kept winning and people was like her fans and different people who like her would be like but she had cancer and she beat it or the year before that her dad died I'm like okay but you can't keep giving her words because of different extenuating circumstances in her personal life whereas Fleabag everybody's like please give us more and she's like nope she's like I'm done (laughs) which is so British right that's a perfect British example because in America we out last our sh- like we make the shows go too long and they should yeah. end like two or three seasons ago and then they finally and you're like i'm so tired of the show whereas british people are like we're only gonna get two and i can't do anything else yeah i have and a meeting like more hot priest and he's like no i've done two other shows since then <laughs> he's so good though <laughs> oh, i love hot priest so much i'm so glad she thanked him in her acceptance speech when yeah. they won for the best comedy but yeah it definitely was deserving you know it's so funny too but the funniest thing to me was that it was like this sort of competing interest within amazon because Everybody was so about fabulous, you know, marvelous Mrs. Maisel for so like for two years. Which like, I oh, just can't get into. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. But I but, tried. but the fawning over it, right, was like oh, and there was some of that because Tony Shalhoub won, yeah, and Alex Bornstein won, and they both deservedly won. And Alex Bornstein won should have won the award for the speech. Oh my god, her <laughs> speech was everything. Like her speech was so her speech great. It's even better than her performance. They I mean, should have a category really of best speech. <laughs> Tony Shalom's speech was really funny, too, because yeah. he just basically kept thinking Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband, Daniel Sherman oh, Palladino. But um, I, I don't know. I, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised how well Fleabag did, like I said, because people seem to have such an affinity for, for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. It also shows you, too, though, how fickle voters are and how fickle this business is because like it'll be a show will be like this hot thing right and it's just everything everybody's talking about until the next hot thing happens and in this instance literally on the same network like you know Fleabag usurped Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in a way I never saw coming so that was actually a lot of fun for me yeah yeah Yeah. and the only other well probably not the only other award but one of the only other awards I cared about was that Jarrell Jerome won oh my god I was so glad when he won I started crying I was like I don't even know Jarrell Jerome but I I was just like (laughs) I think because that show, that particular miniseries was so exhaustively emotional. And, and there was no way you could watch. watch his performance and not feel it. I know, but you don't, but that doesn't ever. I never, I don't trust voters. I don't trust Academy voters, specifically within the television Academy, even more so than the movie Academy, because that's not like. TV is what I do all the time. Movies is what I kind of do just during a war show season. Yeah. And so. I'm always like, just because he was amazing, which of course he was, doesn't mean that they're going to give it to him. Yeah. You know, and I just thought, oh, God, they're going to screw him over. Because they had, I mean, When They See Us got robbed in so many other categories. Yeah. And they only won one other one, and it was for casting. So, and Ava DuVernay didn't get one for directing. It was just all kinds of weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for for Jason uh, Bateman, but I just thought, really? Okay, whatever. And so, when he won, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it yeah. was like a relief. And then it was like, because Corey had the worst story. I mean, like, he had the worst stuff happen to him. Yeah. He went to prison, prison. Yeah. And was abused accordingly. And so it's just, oh. And then I read a really idiotic tweet that made me mad. But About Jarrell Jerome? 
Yeah, well, the Jim Gaffigan posted on Twitter about how, like, there's nobody that could... He didn't see the performance, but there's no way it met the magic of Jared Harris in Chernobyl. Uh, what? Who I loved in Chernobyl, but... how? Okay, you can't... How are you going to tweet that and you didn't even see when they see us? Yeah. See, he didn't even see us. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. So that made me mad, but that at least... Stupid. What is know, Jim Gaffigan? It can't take away his award, so that's all that matters. When is, when it, what, what is Jim Gaffigan won? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jim Gaffigan, but shut up. But you're like, why are you Stop. talking right now? If you've never seen it, then you really should not comment. You yeah. can't go, I've not seen it, but I think. Oh. Yeah, it was a tweet that was like, speaking from my lack of experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know anything about this show or the man who won, but Chernobyl. Yeah, oh, shut up. but I'm going to stick my nose in. It's Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has been fun. I don't think you, we've talked about everything. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to do this again. Uh, hopefully, yeah. let's do it. Let's aim for November. Let's try. I know your schedule is no, crazy okay. as is mine, but um, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. And this is the end of our show. Uh, thank you, Christina Retta. She's a staff writer on Colli- at Collider, and she covers an insane amount of television and movies. <laughs> and Christina is also the coolest coffee bean in the percolator. Uh, NPR West and Patrick, thank you so much for stepping in and, and engineering. You're awesome. You're, you're awesome. You're awesome. Uh, our sponsor, BudTrader.com, the largest online marketplace for goods and services in the cannabis industry. Visit BudTrader.com to find out more. And AdamandEve.com. Enter promo code MADNESS, that's M-A-D-N-E-S-S, for the TV Madness podcast. And a percentage of whatever you order will go to the show. Production assistant and graphic artist Adam Janis. And you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>